Welcome to the HNCK Podcast Hour. My name is Kobe and today I'm joined by Nathan. How are you, Nathan? Good, thanks. I'm actually very full for my breakfast this morning. I had my favourite bacon and eggs with a beautiful hot chocolate and I got my mum to microwave my drink but it wasn't hot enough so I said to my mum, put it in the microwave for one more minute please. My mum was not very happy so she said, do it yourself or just drink the hot chocolate. Then, But the only problem is I was still half asleep. So I just ended up drinking a cold hot chocolate. Then I got in the car ready to go to school and then out of nowhere my dad started singing Bon Jovi songs. He was really annoying. I asked him to stop but he just ignored me and kept singing. And I'm also joined by Chase. How are you Chase? I'm great thanks. It's been a smooth morning. I woke up and got ready to get into the shower to get cleaned up. I got all dressed and made sure to look good for school. Then I had some caramel flavoured cereal for breakfast which tasted amazing. And I asked my mum to make sure to buy some more of the cereal because how good it tasted. You should try some. I had some spare time, so I sat down and watched some TV, which had nothing good on. So I just rested and lied back down until it was time to go to school. I chucked my stuff in the car, ready to get dropped off, and listened to the radio, which had terrible songs on. So I switched it off. That's my morning thanks. And I'm also joined by Harry. How are you, Harry? Hello, I'm good, but my morning has been a bit crazy. Got out of bed and went to the breakfast table and grabbed my favourite cereal, Cocoa Pops, but the box was empty. So I begged my mum to quickly take me to the shops because I only got Cocoa Pops once a week and I really wanted it. So mum finally took me down to the shops to get me Cocoa Pops. When I got home to eat my breakfast, I realised that there was a whole new Cocoa Pops already sitting there. I had no idea how it got there. Then I realised there was my dad because he also likes Cocoa Pops. Besides that, my morning has been smooth. We've got lots to talk about today, including a flying hamster, a child's dream job, and a cat playing hide-and-seek with airport employees. But first, we're going to be talking about the weirdest Christmas food you've ever seen. You're listening to HNCK Podcast Hour. What is the weirdest canned food you have ever seen, Chase? I was walking around the shop, helping with the shopping, and I saw a massive shelf of canned pear. I sat and imagined how soft and mushy it would be, knowing that pear is already mushy on its own. I said to my brother, is that really canned pear? And he said yes. I thought that canned food was bad enough, but canned pear was over the top. Then one of the worst things happened possible. My mum grabbed the canned pear, and I asked and begged her not to get it but she refused. Then I later had it for lunch the next day, barely gulping it down. Harry, what is the weirdest canned food you have seen? One day I was at the shops with my mum and my mum asked, what canned food do you want for lunch? But I said, why canned food? She said, it's cheap and good. So I looked at all the canned foods. I didn't really like any of them, but then I came, came across one and it was canned soggy apples, which was one of the only ones left. Me and my mum both knew why. I begged my mum to let me have something else, but she said no, just try them. So I had to choose either canned mandarins, which was the other one, or canned apples. I chose canned apples because I already had canned mandarins before and they were gross. So I decided to try canned apples. But if I had my time again, I would stick to the mandarins because they were better. We'll listen to this article. As Christmas season returns to something like normal after COVID, it is time for new traditions. The mad scientists at the Spam Lunch Meat Packager have one idea, Spam Figgy Pudding. 
what you might be asking and why. The new seasonal spam includes additional fig and orange flavours, cinnamon, cloves, nutmeg, ginger and allspice. And as ever, it is shelf-stable in the case of the apocalypse. The product launched last week and is already sold out at spam.com and Amazon. Currently on eBay, prices are already double the list price. In terms of the why, the company explains its reasoning. The makers of Spam brand wanted to create a limited edition seasonal variety that captures the magic, warm flavours and nostalgia we all crave during the holiday season. And with Spam Figgy Pudding, the brand did it all in one. The only review on Amazon claims the product is definitely different, but real tasty. The Washington Post reviewer begged to differ, describing an intense orange flavour backed by a discordant chorus of baking spices. If you do get your hands on the Spam Figgy Pudding, it can be fried, baked or grilled, though it's already fully cooked and ready to eat straight from the can. Chase, if you had the chance to try the Spam Figgy Pudding, would you rather eat canned pear or the pudding? I would rather eat canned pear, because canned flavoured meat just to think about is disgusting. We've got lots more coming up, including a flying hamster, a child's dream job and a cat playing hide-and-seek with employees. You are listening to HNCK Podcast Hour. What is the oddest thing your pet has done, Harry? Once I was sitting there with my dog and I was just sitting there with her and she jumped up out of nowhere and sprinted away, so I followed her. After that, she ran behind me and sprinted at me. I thought she would stop before she hit me, but she just kept running and knocked me out. So there I was just laying there on the ground in pain and Zena, and my dog, started licking me. And I was so confused and never found out why she was so weird that day. What is the weirdest thing your pet has done, Nathan? So there was this one time when I was sitting on the couch and then my, I start hearing very slow footsteps. I knew it was my dog and he sprinted past me and I realised he had a sock in his mouth. I jumped off the couch and started chasing after him around the table. Then he went outside so I followed him. As soon as I caught up to him, I dived for him, missed him and landed in a pile of his own poo. If you think that's weird, listen to this. A hamster has successfully returned to Earth after being launched into the stratosphere on a flying balloon. The space ham reached a maximum altitude of 23 kilometres and is in good health after being safely recovered off the sea of Japan's Miyako Island. According to the company behind the daring experiment, the hamster was placed in an airtight cabin 60 centimetres high, 50 centimetres in diameter. One photograph showed the rodent looking dreamily out the window while 12 kilometres above Earth. A camera installed the ca- in, inside the cabin showed the animal snoozing a comfortable sleep during the gradual descent back down to Earth. Running in a wheel may seem a little underwhelming for a hamster that now has the taste of heights. Harry, what do you think your dog would do if it got sent up to space? I think she would cry and howl on the way up. Then on the way down, she would get freaked out until she sees people and then she would start barking. We've got lots more coming up, including a child's dream job. You're listening to HNCK Podcast Hour. Nathan, have you ever dreamed of being paid to eat food? 
Yes, I have. There was this one time I had this dream. It was about two years ago. I walked into a really tall building and I saw this guy waiting for me. He said, hello, my great sir. You've been the chosen one that will pay for every single bite that goes into your mouth. He immediately took me into his office. That was very childish, by the way. He said, this is my office, sir. I was like, okay. He said, let's get into business. Eat this now. I said, no, I'm not eating that. That's disgusting. But then he said it's for $3,000. As soon as I heard that, I immediately left the very tall building, went home and started shoving food in my mouth. But then in the distance, I started hearing a voice. All of a sudden, I woke up and I realised it was a dream. Kobe, have you ever dreamed of being paid to eat food? Yes, I have had a dream of getting paid to eat food. It was an amazing dream. So it started off with me waking up in a McDonald's and I ordered some food and ate it. Then a worker came and said to me that I have been paid for eating the chef's food, which was shocking to me because normally you must pay for food. So I ordered again, but this time ordering double what I ordered before. The food came out at once. Again, the worker came to give me money. I repeated it countless times and just got more money. I felt rich, but it all came to an end when I woke up. Well, your dreams have come true. Listen to this. Canada's Candy Fun House is hi- hiring a chief candy officer according to the recent job posting. Do you love all things lollies and chocolate? Are you passionate about treats? If so, this is the perfect position for you. The company said the position pays 110000 Australian dollars a year. The chief candy officer will serve as head taste tester and try over 3,500 products each month. Besides eating about 113 pieces of candy a day, they run candy board meetings and have a say in which products Canada's Candy Funhouse will carry. Applicants can be as young as five years old. All you need is a passion for candy, pop culture and a sweet tooth. The Chief Candy Officer will also undergo vast training and according to the description so far, 6,500 people have applied to the job. Nathan, if your dream came true, would you do the same thing? Yes, I would do the same thing because every single time I take a bite of any food, I would get free money. We've got lots more coming up, including a cat playing hide and seek with airport employees. You're listening to HNCK Podcast Hour. Kobe, what is the longest you've been stuck in an airport? Well, once I was at the Singapore airport and we were on our way to London and it was boarding time. But I was confused why no one was boarding. I thought maybe we were sitting at the wrong place, but then there was an announcement that it has been delayed. I didn't really mind because I had my iPad with full charge and my dad let me use his data so I could watch Netflix. But I got frustrated when it delayed again. It kept getting delayed because there was not enough fuel and they couldn't get any more in. It got to the point when the trip got delayed until the next day. So he went all the way back to the airport and sat there for hours to then get told to go home and come back first thing tomorrow. Chase, what is the longest you've been stuck in an airport? The time I was stuck in an airport, I was waiting for my flight. I was begging to get McDonald's, but my flight was coming soon. I sat there waiting to be called to board the plane. Then it came time to board the plane and there was no announcement. So I asked my parents, what is going on? Before they could answer, an announcement came saying that the plane was delayed by 30 minutes, which was not too big of a deal. On the bright side, I was allowed McDonald's. 
Finally, I finished my food and the plane was delayed by 30 minutes again. So we sat there, waited, which was one of the most boring times I've had to sat through, listening to people talk about random stuff. Finally, the announcement came and we, were, we could finally board the plane. You'd think that's long. Well, a cap named Rowdy has finally been caught after spending three weeks on the run inside a US airport. The four-year-old pet has been dodging airport staff, airline employees and animal experts at Boston Airport since escaping from its cage in pursuit of some birds. Whether out of energy or hunger, we'll never know. But this morning, she finally let herself be caught. An airport group said the black-green-eyed cat was given a health check and is now set to return to her family. I'm kind of in disbelief, said her owner. I thought, what are the odds we're actually going to get her back? When the flight landed, the, fe- the feline ran from the- her cage to try and catch some birds. On a mission to track down the pet, the group wildlife cameras to try to catch her. In a Facebook post, the owner said, owner also sent the airport Rowdy's favorite treats to be placed in the cages, even recorded voice notes for them played despite multiple sightings. Rowdy continued to escape, has been but calmed down and now has been restored. Chase, do you think birds for, for the cat gave the, the amount of excitement to the cat as yourself getting McDonald's? I think it would since the cat was starving and I was too. That's all we have for today. My name is Nathan with Chase, Kobe and Harry. Thanks so much for joining us on HNCK Podcast Hour. If you would like to hear more episodes from St. Joseph's Hindmarsh School, you can check them all out on our on on our school's own podcast page at RHD Studio. This podcast was produced by Harry, Nathan, Chase and Kobe for St. Joseph's Hindmarsh. In a partnership with RHD Radio and Podcasting.